Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Great, wonderful, good to hear. I can't hear you. This is really just a one way. You, yeah, you know, it happens. Anyway, if you did answer your, your uh, phone, um, great. I appreciate you. All the better. Hope you're doing well. Uh, the Black Bears are doing uh, fairly well, I would say, in the grand scheme of things. As they traveled up to New Jersey for the final time for their final matchup of the regular season with the New Jersey Titans. Uh, and uh, we'll look ahead. Three-game weekend out here in Piney Orchard. And by out here, I mean out there against the Johnstown Tomahawks. A lot of festivities going on. A lot on the line. A lot on the line as we get to the nitty-gritty from Music City. With only nine games remaining, a couple weekends ahead of us, and then an off weekend, and then the final weekend right ahead of my birthday. I felt like throwing that in there. So, um, let's start out with, with the interesting situation the Black Bears had going for them. So, I guess there's some kind of bug that was going through the room. I mean, already Caleb Craven and Magnus Godowski have been out for some time with an illness. Uh, Irvy Terwilliger is on the IR. I'm assuming that stems from... The uh, dust-up he had a few weekends back. Um, and then this week, uh, William Hackinson, Brandon Piku, and Adam Shankula all were down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Um, and not in the good way. We hope for the best and hope these uh, these gentlemen have recovered. And we will see if they have or have not uh, going into this weekend against Johnstown. So a different kind of look for the Black Bears uh, this weekend. They had to uh, recall up. Raymond Perot from the 18U Ohio Blue Jackets. Um, they had to call up Stephen Chen, goaltender from the Mercer Chiefs, and they moved Luke Amell up to a forward position, which is something I don't think he's played uh, in a while. I don't know him personally. I'm fairly sure at some point in time he played forward, but a natural defenseman up at forward. So a different look for the Black Bears, but uh, they, had, uh, they had their skill about them. Um, New Jersey... Got off to uh, a little bit of a faster start, but Jack Wenicke was solid in net uh, to start off the game, getting the uh, the start this weekend. Made some pretty key uh, pretty key saves in the early going to withstand the initial uh, blast from the Titans. But then, uh, I ironically enough, the Black Bears get a penalty early in the game, uh, and then they turn their game around. Uh, the penalty kill that the Black Bears had for this one created a couple of chances, a couple shorthanded chances for the Black Bears. Zero shots on that first uh, power play for the Titans. So the penalty killers doing their dang thing in a big, big way. Uh, but Maryland would take over from there. Offensively, they would be peppering the uh, Titans net. Zach Bryce was uh, able to withstand most of it until late in the period after a spearing major from Anthony Calafiore. Uh, which was initially a match penalty. They rescinded that to a major penalty. Uh, but the Black Bears get a full five minutes on the power play. They make the most of it with Braden Standard notching his fifth of the season. Just great work around the zone uh, to find Standard, who pops one home his fifth of the year. Like I said, Luke Van Wy, 27th assist. Samuel Stitz, 18th assist, all on the power play. Maryland up one nothing going into the break. But Maryland's penalty troubles... Uh, would sneak up and bite them in the behind in the second period as uh, the Titans just took control of uh, the second period for themselves, starting off 3-12 in Ben Mother's ball with a wicked wrister 
low into the ice, right to the corner, beating Wenicke. It is one to one from a power play goal there. More penalty issues for Maryland creates another Ben Mother's ball goal on the power play. This one a little snapshot low and just out of the uh, the kicking reach of Jack Wenicke. It is two to one, and then two minutes and change later, Joe Harney for the Titans puts them up three to one after a just great possession. Got to give credit where it's due. Great possession uh, play for the Titans after they turn it over or create a turnover in their own zone. Maryland couldn't clear it out. They keep it in. Harney, as a defenseman, goes deep in the zone, comes around the net, pivots, wrists one home. It is his fourth of the year. It is three to one going into the third period. In that third period, Maryland tried to do what they can, trying to try to run and gun the thing, just couldn't break through. The defense couldn't get good quality shots. Things going over the net, off the post. Uh, rebounds just not getting uh, not getting there in time, just a step behind. Uh, then, you know, they t they get within one with 12 seconds remaining. Hunter Ramos pots his 17th of the season as uh, with the extra attacker, the Black Bears work the puck around the zone very well. Fine Ramos for his 17th uh, of the year, Christian Catalano, his 23rd assist. Trace Scott, his 14th assist. But even with a fracas that created an offensive zone faceoff with only two seconds left, Maryland could not get that equalizer that late in the game. They dropped this one 3-2. to two. Wenicke, 27 saves in the loss. So a short memory there. Maryland, the first and thirds were great. The second period for Maryland was not, too, uh, not something to write home about, not something you're going to remember. It's going to be something on the game film uh, when you look back and try to study what happened in this situation. But a short memory for the Black Bears will be needed as they took on the Titans once again on Saturday, as that's how weekend series usually work. Uh, but they get on the board really early in the first period, 6-12 in. Hunter Ramos gets a nice little pass from Brad McNeil, uh, cross-ice pass, just pretty much in the spot where Ramos could uh, touch it down with his glove and go in, makes a big power move and pots it home for his 18th of the year. McNeil's 34th assist and Christian Catalano, his 24th assist. Maryland up one to nothing uh, in a very, I guess, uh, feeling out period, as it were. Only eight shots aside for each squad. A lot of neutral zone battles going on there. Second period, again, an early goal for the Titans. Anthony Calafiore, uh, gets uh, on the board, 2.30 into the frame. Just a slapper from the right face-off dot beats Wenicke, Uh and that's Calafiore's 18th. We are tied up at 1. However, the Black Bears did not let that, uh, let that consume them at all as they get back on the board, 6.51 in. Gabriel Wessling, his first goal since November uh, 11th, I do believe. He'd been out with injury for some time as well. But it's good to see him back on the score sheet. A good little play uh, between that line of uh, Kareem El-Bashir, Jesse Horacek, and Gabe Westling. Uh, Bashir starts to play in the neutral zone, finds Horacek. Horacek uh, draws the defender to him, gets it over to Westling. Westling just rifles one home. His eighth of the year. Horacek's 13th assist. El-Bashir's fourth assist of the season. Maryland up 2-1. to one. Then Luke Van Wy continues this record-setting season for the Black Bears as he pots his 12th of the year, dropping down into the clutch, uh, jumping up in the play, beating Zach Bryce, making it 3-1. to one. His 12th goal sets a single-season record for defenseman, passing Hampus Rydquist for that honor back in 2019-2020. Uh, 
Uh, Cisco to Braden Standard, his 17th, and Sean Kilcullen, his 28th. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. But then it was the Ben's Mother Ball show. It's uh, Second period was his period all weekend long. Didn't falter there. Seven minutes remaining in the period. He gets his 18th on the power play, no less, as he just ripped a shot. Pass Wenicky, not much he could do about that. His 18th of the season. And then four minutes, 23 seconds later, he notches his 19th on the night. Just an odd angle shot that almost looked at it appeared off. Uh, just handcuffed Wenicky goes off his uh, the uh, the cuff of his glove and into the net. Just a weird angle shot on the break. Kind of like just throwing it in front, hoping for something. And he got it. 19th of the year. We are tied 3-3 three to three going into the final frame. And pleasantries were exchanged in this third period. A couple offsetting minors going each way. They were uh, making sure that they had the refs' attention, made sure that they realized, hey, we're top two teams, we're going to be jockeying for position. It's going to be that way, the way it is. So uh, no harm, no foul, luckily, for the Black Bears in that. In fact, uh, they, in between all of that, or before all of that, Braden Standard notches his sixth of the uh, season, his second on the weekend. And it's a play that was created by Jesse uh, Jesse Horacek, who kept the play alive. As there was just a scramble down the side, Black Bears putting pressure on. Samuel Stitt started the, started the rush, put shots on. And uh, one of the shots just hits Bryce. Bryce without a stick. A couple Titans players had broken sticks or had lost their stick. And then just as about just when Bryce was about to cover it with his glove, Horacek just makes a diving tip and tips it out of Bryce's way, finds Braden Standard, who's streaking in. He has all the net to shoot at. He puts it in for his sixth of the year. Jesse Horacek's 14th assist. Samuel Stitt's 19th assist. And we're up 4-1 to one for the Black Bears there. Late in the frame, though, the Titans would put a ton of pressure on the defense, trying to get the equalizer, but Jack Wenicke made very crucial saves late. The defense did their job. Uh, trying to limit all the grade-A chances in front. And the Black Bears go ahead, pull this one out 4-3 to three to earn the split for the weekend. Wenicke, 35 saves in the victory, his 12th of the season. A decent weekend overall for this squad uh, with the uh, the players they had out and having to switch things around. Raymond Perot looked fairly solid uh, when he was called upon. He's got his name on the back of the jersey. That could be mean he's here for a bit, or it could just be because uh, just have it in wait and uh, hope for the best on that one. Uh, Luke Amell, uh, he was a physical force on that fourth line. He was uh, bringing the uh, bringing the hits, bringing the a uh, little bit of energy there. Maybe a little bit too over the edge, but you know that's not for me to say. Uh, I think he played uh, as a four as a defenseman playing four. That's a difficult task. But I think he played the role very well. And Stephen Chen uh, did not see any ice time, but uh, a very supportive teammate and a, and a guy who's coming into the locker room on a moment's notice to uh, help the squad out and uh, dearly appreciate it uh, for sure. So uh, Black Bears split the weekend. They still stay in first place by that seven-point margin that they came in uh, in the weekend with. And they have matched the single-season franchise record in points with 70 which they had last year. Of course, they surpassed the 30-win mark earlier this year, uh, and then any kind of point from here on out will make it the uh, the top season for the Maryland Black Bears. Like I said, currently sitting in first, 33-14-4 with uh, 70 points, uh, plus 56 goal differential, and have won six of their last 10 games uh, going forward. Looking down that list, the Titans still stay in second. 
uh, 63 points. Maine, 61 points, slowly creeping in on the New Jersey Titans territory with a three-game win streak. And then Northeast back there, 59 points, with only 11 points separating them and the Black Bear. Johnstown, nine points behind Northeast, but they have four games in hand. Three of them will come this weekend. Uh, then Philadelphia in sixth at 48, and Danbury in seventh with 13 points. Uh, but they did get a victory snapping their 37-game uh, skid. So congratulations to them. I uh, gotta gotta feel happy for the kids to get that uh, weight off their shoulders uh, in a big way. So congrats to them. But uh, yeah, we will see what happens now. There's a lot of math involved with nine games left. Uh, we already have teams clinching. We have a team clinching, I should say. The Oklahoma Warriors have clinched the uh, first playoff spot in that South Division. They are just rolling through. A lot of teams, 39-9-1 on the season. So they don't even have double digits in the uh, regulation loss column. So uh, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. But the Black Bears, a uh, couple more points here and there. I think they could uh, possibly secure a big weekend here. A big weekend against Johnstown. Who is in that fifth spot? Uh, that could that could spell it, given the, uh, given the X to the Maryland Black Bears to make it official and then earn their way into it. But we got to get through this weekend against the uh, Tomahawks. And the Black Bears hold a 6-2-1 season record so far over the Tomahawks. Last time they played was uh, last month, February 17-18, uh, where they split the weekend, shut out on Friday night, and then uh, uh, they drop a heartbreaker on Saturday night. And last time Johnstown was in Maryland was another three-game set, which the Black Bears took all three in late October. So we will have to see if that magic can keep going, uh, what they can do here. It's the last regular season matchup between these two rivals. Uh, different start times, uh, 7 o'clock start time, so a half hour earlier than usual for the uh, the Black Bears on Friday night. That's St. Patty's Day. We'll get, we'll get you out to the bars early. Don't you worry, folks. By we, I mean them. I have no part of this. Uh, the 18th, Saturday night, 5 p.m. start time in that. Uh, we'll just uh, roll back a little bit, get you get you a little rested. And then after that game, we'll do a little promo for uh, Team Maryland. Team Maryland uh, will be playing after the Black Bears. Uh, it's free. Stay, stay there. You're going to pay for one ticket. You're going to get two games. I mean, what more could you want? Support the Maryland Black Bears affiliates as they uh, – get to the South Division final, winner of that series, goes on to the Frozen uh, the Frozen finals up in Providence. And, you know, you might want to might want to look at that. A lot of Team Maryland uh, connections in the in the youth clubs for that. So why not help support uh, support Team Maryland's EHL squad? So five o'clock Saturday puck drop. And then Sunday, it's a uh, it's a post post brunch situation. 2 p.m. puck drop there. All the games. If you can't get to those games. Uh, you should uh, watch on Hockey TV. I will be watching on Hockey TV because that's a hell of a flight. So I will uh, I will be going and doing that thing uh, from the TV or from the TV side. So seven o'clock Friday, five o'clock Saturday, and two o'clock Sunday. Uh, don't dare miss it for this uh, this final rivalry weekend with the uh, with the Johnstown Tomahawks. And guess what? There's promos, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Promos if you get yourself out to the uh, the puck yard. That doesn't have the same thing. Anyway, Saturday or Friday night, it's St. Puck Tricks Day. 
I got to be careful with saying that one too fast. Uh, take home a special bottle opener. Bottle opener puck brought to you by the Firm Brewery Company's Tap House. Uh, you get a free pour on that as well. That's pretty fancy as well. Saturday, uh, just a race, race to the playoffs. Enjoy it. Have a fun rivalry game. Stay for that. Uh, stay for the Team Maryland game. Then on Sunday, 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 uh, it is, uh, yeah, first day of spring. The next day. Wow, the 20th, really? It's the first day of spring? All right, they'll be springing in the new, the new season. Go from there. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com. Three games set. They could use all the, the support you can give them. Uh, it's like Tinkerbell. You got to clap. You got to applaud, and they'll get their power back. It's going to be great. Um, for those of you who got that reference, thank you. For those of you who didn't, ask your parents. Uh, so we got that going. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com for all the uh, all the info there. Get your tickets. Be a good time uh, for the family this weekend. You got three chances to watch them. No reason for you to say you didn't you didn't have the chance to. I can say that because I'm I'm stuck in this frozen heck hole that is North Dakota. But if I could, if I had that if I had that Mega Millions money. There we go. I'll be on the next flight. But I'm not. I'm here talking with you and talking about, that's right, alumni. Alumni Corner, we like to call it. Don't know why we call it that. It's just the name. Uh, we'll start off with Luca DePasco, who we haven't checked in on a bit. Um, he's doing pretty well for himself as he leads the BCHL in wins and goals against average uh, with a 32 wins in 36 games and a 1.66 Goals against average for the Penticton V's. Things are going pretty, pretty, pretty good for Luca DePasco there. So congratulations to him. Um, Logan Cons and the uh, Osberg University Augies, unfortunately, uh, did not. Uh, they, they did not move on in the D3 Championships. They had a four overtime first round thriller. As they drop to uh, D3, uh, notable uh, UW Stevens Point, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point, the Pointers. Uh, man, a four overtime thriller in Manila. Congrats to uh, Logan Cons on another season. Not the not the way you want to go, of course, but it was a, a heck of a run. So we will uh, see uh, his senior season is next year. So we will have to see what happens there. We can hope for another, another push over to the national championships. Garrett Sidlowski has been coming alive the last uh, this past weekend. Had a goal and an assist in the Wenatchee Wild big thirteen nothing win over the uh, Merritt Centennials, and that had a goal in the uh, loss to the Salmon Arm Silverbacks. That puts him at nine goals and twenty three points in thirty games for the Detroit, Michigan native and uh, two-year Black Bear as uh, he is looking forward to where he goes to next, which is at Western Michigan starting next season. So uh, we will have to continue to see how uh, how Garrett goes and uh, develops. And it all started in Maryland. So you got to hang your hat on that, ladies and gentlemen. Josh Nixon finished up his first season at Union College with the... Uh, Couple of goals last weekend, a couple of weekends back actually against Princeton. Uh, had three goals uh, from the twenty on the one goal on the twenty fifth, two goals on the fourth. As a Union does not surpass uh, what they need to in the uh, in the ECHA, 
So his season ends 11 goals, 5 assists for 16 points uh, over the season. Of course, he had uh, transferred from Lake State uh, last season into this season, so we will see how he settles down in Union next season. Uh, looking at Tanner Rowe, Tanner Rowe currently uh, working in uh, Omaha, doing his dangest to help that team out. They're in a little bit of a skid right now, so need something to turn out of it. He's currently sitting at three goals and 12 points in 46 games as he looks ahead to the University of Michigan next year uh, for his uh, further development. Another developing situation is Wilmer Skoog. Wilmer Skoog there on two goals in the victory that BU had over Vermont. And that put him at four, puts him at 14 goals and 29 points in 34 games. And he is one of the more highly sought-after free agents for uh, the NHL teams out there. He does not have any kind of uh, draft status for that. He could be the first Black Bear to reach the NHL level. So we will have to keep an eye out for that because of the fact that, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty pretty fun feat. Uh, even though he spent only 24 games with the Black Bears, he made an indelible mark on that season overall with only with 33 points in that short time there. So he's a special player. We will have to see how far he goes now and what he does after his senior season with the Terriers. Philip Tornquist on the other side of that coin against Wilmer Skoog in the uh, in University of Vermont. Uh, he finishes out his season as uh, their uh, Vermont season is over in the Hockey East. A goal and three assists in 32 games for his first season there. Not uh, not terrible for a first-year guy who did get a lot of playing time, uh, and Vermont uh, still kind of trying to find their past uh, glory. So we'll have to see how that program grows. Uh, Luke Mountain got into 13 games this season for Vermont as well, uh, the former Mr. Black Bear and uh, one of the uh, key cogs in that uh, playoff run they had a few years back. Uh, he had a, just a single assist this year uh, for his uh, second year, I do believe, in college for Vermont. And that'll do it for us. We'll end it up there. Uh, we got a long weekend ahead of us. Uh, again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 7 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 2 o'clock, respectively. Uh, you can catch all that action down at Piney Orchard Ice Arena. Go to MarylandBlackBears.com or tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com for more information on how to purchase your tickets and all that other fun stuff that goes on that website. Um, but, yeah, we will uh, talk next week about those three games. We will get things set up ahead of time, as I do believe Northeast comes to town the weekend after. And, uh, yeah, we will go all in, all out, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. Hey, go ahead and follow us on the Twitter. Defending Den MBB, that is up there. We put also we put some stuff up there from time to time, and go to Facebook.com/slash/ClutchAndCrabHockey. There's some stuff that gets put up there occasionally, and uh, yeah, we've done it. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it a whole heck of a lot, and I hope you guys have a a wonderful weekend. Cheer on the Black Bears, uh, and uh, yeah, have some fun out there. Till we talk next week, peace. <laughs>